Did you get that video I just sent you? Yeah. That's funny as hell. Why? Because the little girl flips off the camera? <laughs> <laughs> it really got me. Oh, man. <laughs> Brianna just sent me this TikTok video. Yeah. By the way, I so you know who came up on my um like my discover on TikTok? Your sister did. With her and Cody? Yeah, doing like a dance. Yeah. By the way, he's a good dancer. I know. That was impressive. I could never do that. I know. Anyway, so then I was like, let's do some sleuthing. So then I went to your sister's page and I was diving through it and she follows three people. Mm-hmm. Cody, Noah, and like that's it. So <laughs> she didn't even follow you, bro. I don't use TikTok. You just sent me a TikTok video. I don't make TikToks. It doesn't matter. She should be supporting the brand I. I'm not even signed into TikTok right now. Well, then how did you send me that thing? I don't know. I'm not good at TikTok. I I literally was just scrolling through. First of all, it's it's a black hole. Very dangerous black hole. I just like my time just goes down the drain when I'm on TikTok. Yep. I'm jealous of people that have the time to make great TikToks. Everyone has the time. No one's allowed to go anywhere right now. I'm busy. I will say this. You must be busy working out because your Insta posts in bathing suits recently have been pretty fire. Girl is in, is fit. I put on the COVID-19 and Brandeis over here, freaking zero body fat. I can't find my bell. Okay, no one likes the, the thing. Everyone's like, girl, what are you doing? And no one likes this answer. I'm cleaning stalls every day, twice a day, holidays, Sundays. There's no days off. That's what I'm doing. Everyone like wants to know the secret. Scoop some horse poo because that's what I'm doing. So pick up shit and you will look like Brandy. Seriously. Man, that's it? That's all you do? You don't even work out? I don't have time to work out. Fuck. But yeah, I haven't worked out since, um, not this March, but the March before is when I stopped what? going to the gym. Yeah, seriously. I, no joke, run between three and five miles every single day, and it's Oof. all I can do to hold off putting on the COVID-19. I thought it was 15. No, it's COVID-19 oh. pounds, because that's the name. Oh, of it. That's, that's why it's called that's, that. I thought you said 15 earlier. Yeah, I don't know. Let's well, yeah. Come for work you. on the farm. They'll shed a few shed a few. No, I don't want to do that. Just... Literally, I bring I bring friends over here and they're like, I want to help. I want the farm bod. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll put you to work. They come over here and I'm like, all right, go dump these uh six manure buckets. And they're like, Oh, I got horse poo on me. And I'm like, all right, well, either like keep the ten pounds or like get a little horse poo on you. Like yeah. that's the trade. <laughs> do you want to look good on Instagram? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then get then get your hands into some shit. Exactly. That's pretty cool, I guess. I don't know. Do you have chickens? No, but we want to get some. But here's the thing. I I don't know much about chickens, so I had to do a little Google search because last time my sister was here, she really wanted to do that. She was mm-hmm. like, let's get some baby chicks. And I was like, all right, let me just like Google the care because let's be real, like who's going to take care of the chickens? Me. Mm-hmm. So I Googled it, and it's really high maintenance. Really? When they're babies, you have to, like, keep them at the exact right temperature, like, with heat lamps over their little, like, uh, thing you put them in. And if they're, like, the tiniest bit too cold or too hot, they'll die. And they say, like, like for every, like, eight chicks you get, like, one will die. And it just sounds like really high maintenance when they're babies. And I don't want to deal, so we're waiting until Reinhardt gets here, and then he's going to deal. Got it. Why don't you just get full-grown chickens? Because we want the baby chickens. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
I just want the eggs, man. Well, yeah, we want those too. Because I tell you what, man, farmer's market eggs, they hit yeah. so much harder than yeah. just the reg yeah. eggs. And we were thinking when this all started, you couldn't get eggs at the store. It was like eggs and bread were just no, like non-existent. So if we had chickens, we would have had our own eggs. It'll come shortly. I can't wait to hear all the names you guys come up with. Oh, can't wait. It'll be fun. Can I name one? Sure. I want one that's named Cockadoodle Don't. <laughs> what are you going to call him? <laughs> nickname? Got a nickname for him? Don't. <laughs> don't. Cockadoodle. There's Cockadoodle Do. Don't. Don't. There's Cockadoodle Do and Cockadoodle Don't. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> ah. I, I hope Sarah names your children. I know. So have you thought of what you're going to name your kids? No. No? Because you're not going to have kids. <laughs> She's pleading the fifth here. I plead the fifth. It's it's really not PC to say you don't want kids, but. <laughs> Everything we can say can piss people off. You saying, I don't fucking want kids. <laughs> you're worried about that? I mean, I, I'm worried about everything these days. No, man. I think um, it's okay to be like, hey, man, I don't want kids. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just like, especially girls, I think like really fantasize about that and like have their names picked out and know how many of each one they want. I just like don't think about those things. Think about the Instagram bod that you would have if you had kids, though. What do you mean? Well, like the farm is shredding you up. Imagine chasing around kids and having to lift them up on your hip every day and do no, thanks. I'd rather scoop poop for the rest of my life. Wow. You'd rather pick up. <laughs> animal shit than to have Literally. them bring another child in this world. Listen, I get yeah. it. The world's ending anyways. What does it matter? Yeah, I'm I'm going to space. I've decided. Well, you better save I watched your... a movie last night. Yeah. Are you proud of me? I watched I actually watched something. Hold new. on. Hold on. Should we get into the show if we're gonna start doing things like this? Sure. But it's about space. So Dope. I want to hear about it. Just connect the dots. Okay. Um but you can start the show, I guess. All right. Is it me or is it you? I think it's I think it's you. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. <laughs> okay, I had a bell five minutes ago and now it's gone. You lost the bell that I got you? I, it was just here. One of my least favorite things right now is the fact that Brandy's lost the bell I got her. Do you want me to get up and go find the bell? No, I've got a bell. <laughs> i got a bell here. I can, oh. I can, I can dingle dangle do for you. Ew. Yeah, that did sound weird. Okay, tell me about this uh, movie in space. First of all, give me a ding. I've been sleeping on HBO Max. Have you? I don't have HBO Max. I've got HBO Go. Is that not the same okay. thing? I also had HBO Go, and I think it just turned into an HBO Max account because when I went to go click on HBO, all I had was the HBO Max icon. And I was like, do I have that? And when I clicked on it and tried to watch something, it worked. So I'm assuming it just transferred over. Dope. Been sleeping on it. I've been like cruising through Hulu and Netflix, been like, oh, there's nothing to watch. And then I just dawned on me to click on HBO and they have a lot of good stuff out right now. I'm a sucker for anything Natalie Portman's in. Same. Love her. Also a sucker for anything space. So there's a film out, maybe you've seen it because it came out last year called Lucy in the Sky. Yes, that's the one where she is an astronaut. Yeah, but it's based on like a true story. The way mm -hmm. they word it is inspired by real events, you know, basically about like she's an astronaut that she spends so much time in space and she's like so like awe inspired by space that when she comes home, she like totally loses touch with reality mm -hmm. and her world. The world seems so lame after being in space. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it would, right? 
I know. It's not like a fast-paced movie or anything by any means, but Natalie Portman's great and space, so. And John Hamm's in it as well. Mm-hmm. Good old John Hamm. I just feel like later in life, maybe not that far away in the future, I'm just going to buy a one-way ticket. I don't think it works. Though. They're going to be like, you're just going to live in space? What about no, riding no, no. horses? They're going to sell, sell one-way flights to Mars to colonize Mars for sure. And you're going to go? I think so. Well, how does Reinhardt feel about this? I haven't told him yet. <laughs> how does Reinhardt feel about the no kids going to space uh, Listed, ploy? He knows about the no kids ploy. Okay. He wasn't thrilled. But he loves me anyway, which is great yeah. news for me. He'll break you um, down. I think that's what he thinks. So mm-hmm. we'll just have to play that one out. He doesn't know about space, but I feel like it, he's so adventurous. He's totally going to be up for a space adventure. Yeah. You know what's going to suck, though? I believe that Mars is 17 minutes away in terms of light speed, or right? I have no clue. I have done no research. If you want to have a conversation with anybody back on Earth... There's a 17 minute delay. Can you imagine how long this fucking show would take if you were on Mars (laughs) and I had to wait 17 minutes to hear your response to something? That would be tough. That would suck. Well, you know, the play is to, I got to wait till Astra croaks. I mean, I can't take Astra to Mars. The dog's name is Astra. You should absolutely take her there. You think they'll let me? I don't think they're gonna let you do any of this, but. Maybe, Maybe she would thrive. Who knows? Maybe. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. You watched something other than something that came out in 2002. Also... I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Have you heard of this? No. Tell me about it. Directed by Academy Award nominee and Emmy-winning director Liz Garbus, this riveting six-part documentary series based on the book of the same name explores writer Michelle McNamara's investigation into the dark world of a violent predator she dubbed the Golden State Killer, who terrorized California in the 1970s and the 1980s. You heard of the Golden State Killer? I think so. Is this the guy that they found because of, like, Ancestry.com? I don't know. I confuse the Golden State Killer with the Zodiac Killer because that was also a California thing. Yeah, I know. But I love a good killer series, you know? Love a good murder. <laughs> love a good murder. <laughs> That's to be controversial that we said that. People love true crime. Glass of wine, true crime. In bed by nine. Yeah. I feel that. Um, Did we talk last week about Epstein? Yes, and I finished it. Shout out. Elaine Maxwell arrested. Ding, 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 ding. I know, but we got to keep her alive. 
She's gonna. I know. She's gonna fucking die of COVID or some random oh. thing, and then For we're sure. never gonna know. And she's definitely have, have been whacked off by somebody. Let's just go through because I, I we finished it last night. Do you think that Epstein was murdered in jail? Yes. You do? Absolutely. He didn't kill himself. He's way too narcissistic. I don't know though, but he did the he did the will like two days before he before he croaked. So there's part of me that's like he just killed himself. Like it's fun to have like this conspiracy theory thing, but it looks like it was kind of planned if he did the will. So one thing they didn't really describe much at the end was like it looked like on when they showed the the paper of his will, it looked like all his money went to his brother. Was that the case? I don't I don't even know. It's a lot of money, man. It's just so I know. fucked up. I, like, I, all I that feel money. like they should have focused on that a little more. Like, that's a lot of money. We want to know where that's going. I think, and I could be wrong, so guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it said in that will that it was all going to go to his brother. So I was always, and then the brother was the one that hired the investigative coroner or whatever to to do an autopsy and, and dive more like into that. And then he's, you know, came on at the end and said all that. So I was like, what if the brother hired somebody to basically go in there and threaten him into making that will and then hired somebody to kill him. I mean, maybe. If anyone had him killed, it was like Bill Clinton Clinton. and, (laughs) you know, Donald Trump and Bill Gates and just all the the elite. It's clear that he just really thought he could get away with anything. And it's and sadly, like he did for so long, you know, he had everyone. I know he had that whole place bugged. Where's all that footage? I know. Do you think he burned it? Do you think the brother burned it? I think the brother's in on it, I'm telling you. How did they go the whole series without ever mentioning his brother? His brother was never brought up. Didn't even know he had one. And then at the end, they just like lightly breeze over the fact that that's who got his, that's who got his will and his money. Seems sketchy. <laughs> that one point where he's like, do you know Virginia Roberts? And he's like, who? Virginia mm-hmm. Roberts. Can you spell it? Uh, it's a pretty typical spelling. Ah, I'm mean, going to spell it. What the fuck are you talking about? What a, Roberts. What a dick. It's, it's Roberts. Oh, man. I love how he's like, you know, I would love yeah. to answer that question. However, I'd like to invoke all these amendments that say I get to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, I know. You know, like Bill Clinton's like, I never went to little, little James, little James Island. And then there's the, the one like pool guy or whatever. He's like the tech guy who's like, yeah, I saw him there. I totally saw him there. It's Bill Clinton. He's pretty recognizable. I was thinking about it, like if someone was like, hey, man, do you want to jump on this private jet and go down to the Bahamas and hang out at this mansion on an island? I'd be like, fuck, yeah, I do. Let's I go. Know. And then being like, oh, no, <laughs> get me out of here. And you can't leave. I mean, there's nowhere to go. I know. It's scary. I also watched Athlete A. Have you seen that? No. On Netflix, documentary, not a series, documentary about all the sex abuse that's been going on with USA Gymnastics. Do you know anything oh, about this? Oh, yes. Oh, it's nuts. That's so sad. That one doctor who's just a monster. Yeah. Like 25 years oh, he's know. been the team doctor, something crazy, and has molested every single one of those girls. The sad part to me while watching it is like, you know, this one main chick, I forget her name, like maybe Nicole or something, who almost made the U.S. team. And they basically didn't let her on because she filed accusations against the doctor and they were trying to cover it up. So they literally did not let her on the team. So sad. But what's crazy to me is like she came forward. Allie Raisman and all those girls, Simone Biles, all those girls knew she came forward and knew everything that was going on with this poor girl that got cut from the team and kept their mouths shut. Mm. And I think that's crazy. 
That's so sad to me. I know. And like, if you've learned anything from the Epstein thing is that the power is in numbers. You have to have one for support, the women to support each other. And then also for people to be like, there's a lot of people accusing this person of this thing that probably is true. How sad that those girls, all those girls that were on the Olympic team, they've worked so hard to get onto this team and they're so scared of having it taken away that they're scared to speak up. You know, like that's what it is. I mean, that's the sad part to me is that they were so terrified to speak up because they didn't want to lose their spot. And that's so like, that is so sad. Like the level of manipulation for the guy that owns USA Gymnastics to have that kind of like power over those poor girls is just like insane to me. Yeah. But it's like, put yourself in that position. If you've made the US Olympic team. Yeah. And this girl's speaking up and you want to, but you know, if you do, there's a solid chance you're getting cut from this team somehow. What do you do? And I feel like what you do is you say, I'm going to go to the Olympics. And then after we go to the Olympics, maybe I'll say something. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so sad. I would like to think that if I was a parent of those kids, I'd have been like, first of all, it's more important to get this guy out of here than go to the Olympics. Put yourself in their position. No, like, I know. But if you're, you're also the Olympics, but it's also oh. like if you're Simone Biles, you're kidding me. If Simone Biles isn't going to the fucking Olympics, she's the greatest freaking gymnast in the history of flipping around on shit. You know, you forget how young they are because they are they're on the, they're going to the Olympics. But like these girls were like 15 at 15. Like, do you really? I don't know. You just don't know. It's sad. I watched a movie called Irresistible recently. Have you uh, heard of that? No. John Stewart directed it, and it was written by him as well. And then it stars Steve Carell, Rose Byrne, and then a bunch of other people. Ooh, love Rose Byrne. Same. And Chris Cooper, who's been in, like, everything. So, basically, the premise is, is this farmer goes into, like, a town hall and... Kind of gives this speech about how are we abandoning our brothers, talking about like immigration and stuff. This farmer who's like supposed to be conservative, but he's got a lot of progressive ideas and this video goes viral. Steve Carell is a democratic strategist and he's like, I'm going to make this guy the mayor of this small town and he's going to be the future of the Democratic Party because he looks like he smells like he talks like a conservative, but he is, you know, in fact, a liberal. And then Rose Byrne is the Republican strategist who comes in to try to beat him. And then it's like about their relationship. And then there's a great twist in the end. So if you're like into political stuff, Irresistible is pretty good. Okay. It's also Steve Carell. I like political stuff. Yeah. Last night we watched this documentary and I'm telling you, you gotta watch it. Tell me about it. It's called Fantastic Fungi. Oh, boy. A documentary all about mushrooms. Brie Larson narrates it. And oh. well, here's the tag. Fantastic Fungi is a descriptive time-lapse journey about the magical, mysterious, and medicinal world of fungi and their power to heal, sustain, and contribute to the regeneration of life on Earth that began 3.5 billion years ago. Fantastic Fungi. The only problem is you have to like go to the website to watch it. Like you can't find it on Netflix or whatever. So the way that the earth is, we only see mushrooms that like grow out of the ground or grow on trees, right? You don't realize that there's this thing called the mycelium, which mm. is this huge almost root system that's underneath every step you take on the earth. Underneath there is this mycelium, okay? So what's crazy about it is the mycelium is fungus, mushrooms basically, and they connect to all the roots of all the trees. 
making it so like the trees can communicate with one another through the mycelium. If there's a mother tree, she can <laughs> she can communicate with like one of her seedlings that's a smaller tree. And if that tree needs nutrients, then the mother tree can actually help out the struggling baby tree and vice versa. Like they can communicate, which is fucking insane. I did not know that. All right. And then all that is insane. Mushrooms and fungus. The other thing about the mycelium is so it's like this web. And when you look at it, it looks a whole lot like the synapses in our brains. It's like this huge mm. web of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So there's some connection there. Mushrooms and fungus, it's at the beginning and end of everything, right? Like mushrooms, their entire job and fungus, their entire job is to break down dead things, turn it mm. into usable nutrients. And then so then with that, then new life can grow from it. If we didn't have these mushrooms, we have so much waste upon waste upon waste because forests would never decay, right? Like you have to have it. They use mushrooms. They can like break down oil spills with mushrooms. Like it just uses Whoa. all that energy. Like they had this one study where like toxic dump and they tried all these different things. Then someone was like, let's put a bunch of these mushroom spores on it. The mushrooms started breaking that shit down fucking ASAP. And then all of a sudden, because it was like all this energy, it was like this huge, crazy amount of growth from mushrooms. And then animals started coming in because there was so much mushrooms and stuff growing there. The animals started coming in, broke it down like completely. It's insane. And then there's also all these studies about like how ancient Eastern medicine has been using this for years and all the medicinal purposes of mushrooms. And there's so many different variations of mushrooms that we don't even know. We're like discovering new ones every day. The truth of the matter is that yes, it can be considered an Eastern way of medicine, but what's the most important discovery of the medical society in the past 10,000 years? Fucking penicillin. Guess what that is? That's fucking mold, bro. It's mushrooms. It's like how all this stuff is connected to all like the medicinal purposes. Like people starting to kind of figure out like how important mushrooms are like in for, like your daily diet. The guy who did the video, who did the documentary, his mom, who's 88 years old, had really severe breast cancer. Lymph nodes were like completely shot. Doctors were like, we can't do surgery. It's too far gone. And she's too old for radiation. He found this certain mushroom, started giving her this certain mushroom. Boom. Completely gone. There's what do you mean? Completely gone. Healed her. I mean, obviously, that's probably not the norm, but whatever. There's this one mushroom called lion's mane's mushroom, which is known to help regrow nerves in your body. And mm -hmm. so they're now giving that to people who have Alzheimer's because it helps regrow the nerves that are dying in your brain. Right. Mm -hmm. All this crazy stuff. And then, of course, they have to go into like the magic mushroom portion of the whole thing, you know, the psychedelic stuff. They're starting to finally start to like be able to test this stuff. And they're realizing that it can help so much with like depression anxiety I've, I've this, actually they have this one guy who goes in you know he's got cancer he's dying he does like a magic mushroom guided trip with his doctor afterwards you don't understand guys my anxiety my depression completely gone for a couple months you only have to do it like every like you know three or four times a year and they're like the problem is that big pharma doesn't like that because like you can't make a whole lot of money off of four pills a year you know they want to give you mm -hmm. you know xanax every day and obviously like there's just so much more that needs to be learned it was just so freaking interesting Dating. tell me the name of it again fantastic fungi fantastic fungi yeah okay this isn't proven but they were trying to figure out how there was this massive expanse in our brains 
in a very short period of time in terms of like evolution, monkeys to cavemen, you know, mm-hmm. one of the theories is, is that a lot of early man who was kind of like pl- plains hunters, you know, they'd be going after all this big game and the mushrooms that grow are the magic mushrooms grow in cow poo and antelope poo. And one of the theories is, is that the early man started eating that and they started kind of tripping out, but it's known to like grow the nerve endings in your brain. And it's also known to let you kind of perceive things in a different way, obviously. And in doing so might've helped the speech because you have to be able to attribute this one thing with this sound and you need to be able to like kind of split split your brain to be able to do that one thing that kind of separates from everybody else and they're thinking that maybe that the magic mushrooms had something to do with it anyways fascinating stuff go check it out fantastic fungi did you know that there is a a gin made with elephant poo a gin yeah like liquor oh really yeah, it was launched in South Africa, like created in South Africa. I had it when I was there, and it's literally like gin, and it's got elephant dung in it. Huh. It's cray-cray. Is it shitty? No, it's great. I don't <laughs> even like gin. It was pretty good. So missed my joke. I heard your, je- heard your joke. Heard. You heard my joke. I heard your joke. All right, Brandi, we just celebrated the 4th, and even though we didn't have anyone over because of, well, the the pandemic. Uh, we did have a nice day outside. I grilled up some dogs and some burgers, and we sat around the fire pit in my article chairs, and it was a wonderful 4th of July. It reminded me to tell everyone how much I love freaking article, man. Every time I go over there, I want to swoop those chairs so bad. And I also have a few pieces of article furniture that I love so much. And I always have my eye on those chairs that you got to add to my collection. Yeah, when it's time for a change, your home is the perfect place to start. Article makes it easy to create a space that's a reflection of you. Keep your eyes peeled and your Instagram open for inspiration featuring Article's latest collection. Yeah, you know, now more than ever, we're all wanting to shop online. And what's so great is Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Yeah, they got fast, affordable shipping. It's available across the U.S. and Canada and is free on orders over $999. All in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less, which is awesome. A 30-day return policy with simple returns and exchanges also available. And they are hooking it up to our listeners out there. We're talking 50 bucks off your first purchase of $100 or more. All you got to do is go to article.com slash YFT and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. Honestly, some of my article pieces I've had for years now, like my sofa in here, and it, it does. It lasts forever. It's good quality stuff and great designs. You guys got to check it out. It's article.com slash YFT and get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Let me ask you guys a question. What are you doing with your free time? I hope one of those things is playing Best Fiends. If you're not playing Best Fiends yet, you should be. It's hours of fun you can enjoy Anytime, I'm talking challenging puzzles to solve, cute characters to collect, and new levels added every single day. I'm absolutely hooked on this game. And if you're like me, you will be too. You don't even need Wi-Fi. No worries. You don't even need an internet connection to play. Best Fiends, Brandi, is the best game 
forever. You love this game. And I do think it's so cool that you can play Best Fiends with no internet. Uh, and it updates the game monthly. So there's always new levels and events and never gets old. So unlike, you know, video games where you just kind of play the same levels over and over, they add new stuff to this game. And it's like playing something new all the time. So cool. There's over 100 million downloads. So everyone's already playing it. So why aren't you guys playing? Don't miss out on this must play game. I play with everyone in my family. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips. Play even offline. Download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. I'll be there for you. Like friends, but without the R. And Best Fiends will be there for you when the rain starts to pour. Even with no Wi-Fi. Even with no Wi-Fi. Because you know what? Best Fiends, they've been there before. Isn't that how there it goes? I'll be there for you when the rain starts to pour. I'll be there for you like I've been there before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Seems you're always sucking, sucking, okay. kid. <laughs> we get it. We get it. Okay. It's there for us. Best Fiends. Go check it out. By the way, did you see Sarah and I on Celebrity Game Face the other night? No. What's that? Kevin Hart's new game show. Oh, do you do this like virtually? Yeah, we did like a Skype thing, but I think when we get to go back to like television studios, it'll be like, you know, in a big studio, but we did it all via Skype. It's a game show with celebrities. So it was Kevin Hart and his wife, and then Joel McHale and his wife, and then Terry Crews and his wife, and then Sarah and I, and then we did all these like crazy weird games, and we were basically just playing for money to give to charity. Uh, and it was Did so you win? No, we didn't win. But we're oh, all who won? Joel McHale. <laughs> but we're all winners. But what was really funny is, have I ever told you about the problem that I've got where I've got this flap on my esophagus and sometimes food gets stuck in my esophagus? A, that's disgusting. B, I think Miley had this one time. She's blessed because it happens to me a lot. So what happens is I eat food and it gets stuck in my esophagus and it won't go down. And it's the most painful freaking thing in the world. And there's nothing I can do about it. My mouth starts to water, but I can't swallow that spit because there's no place for the, the water to go. It's just stuck in there. It happens a lot when I eat like dried chicken or if I eat too fast. We had to play this game where we ate a bunch of spaghetti and it happened during the game show. And no. I, and it got stuck and I was like, oh, no. So I, had a, I ran to the bathroom. I'm still mic'd up, by the way. And I had to fucking go throw up like six or seven times, like get it out or I was going to be in like serious pain. So we we're having to eat all this spaghetti. I leave. Sarah's like having to eat the spaghetti by herself. I'm in the fucking bathroom. Just, bleh, bleh. Ke Kevin Hart's like, is Wells okay? Did we kill Wells? Oh, my gosh. So funny. You got to be so dramatic. I know. I <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic yeah whatever hey how's carl he's doing great i don't know i saw a lot of people were asking about him after uh i was i shared that he has idiopathic epilepsy he is fine now he's rain cloud carl though kid can't stay healthy he's always got ear infections because he's bloodhound he goes swimming a lot now which is great but that's causing the ear infections he doesn't like to be wet for too long so he shakes a lot when he shakes a lot it sprains his tail. So he, right oh now, gosh. right now he's got a sprained tail, an ear infection, and he's just on like all the medication in the world to keep him from having a seizure. But Bell and knock on wood, he hasn't had a seizure since like kind of this all started. So, oh wow, that's great. Shout out to Phenobarbital. <laughs> 
That's Shout out to drugs. Shout out to drugs. I should give him some magic mushroom and trip him out. No, I'm just kidding. Seriously. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> you best believe, sister, that I did go on Amazon and I bought some mushroom tablets for me oh to take every day. Oh, my gosh. You could just microdose shrooms like everybody else. No, 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 no. These aren't like magic ones. These are just like. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, just kidding. No one does that. I know. But no, now I want to do that. People do it. Really high powered, like Silicon Valley people do like microdoses every day. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I started watching uh, Ricky Gervais' show Afterlife. What's that? It came out last year and I started it last year and I was like, this is really dark. Like, I don't know if I can do this, but I'm retrying again. Anyways, here it is. After Tony's wife dies unexpectedly, his nice guy persona is altered into an impulsive devil may care attitude, taking his old world by storm. Basically, his wife dies of cancer and he kind of has like nothing left to live for except for this German Shepherd of his before he was like a nice guy and followed the rules and everything. And like, obviously like that didn't work out for him. He lost, he lost his wife. So now he's just like, fuck it. I'm going to say what I want. I'm going to do what I want. It's, it's dark and it's tough, but then it's also like, it's Ricky Gervais. So it's funny, but it's got heart. You're going to laugh a lot. Then you're going to cry a lot. It's like, uh, Jojo rabbit, you know, like that was a movie that made mm -hmm. me laugh so hard. And also like kind of made me cry a lot. So anyways, uh, after like, <laughs> I'm doing it. That sounds good, actually. Yeah. I like it. You like it. You love really sad shit. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with me. You uh, love really sad shit. It's true. You got okay. anything else? I feel like I really brought a lot to the table early yeah. in this episode. This is impressive. I can't believe how much and what you did. You want to pivot to music? Yeah, let's pivot. You got any Muzaks? Oh, can I shamelessly plug my other podcast real quick? Yeah, sure. How come you never plug your other podcast? Do you like not need the promotion on this podcast? Your other podcast is so great. No, I just feel bad because this is ours. And so I wouldn't want to use this platform to send people away from ours, but I would. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, maybe the people, maybe the wife tears love you so much. They want to hear from you twice a week. Wells. Okay. I'll promote mine. Do yours first. My mom and I have a podcast called Sorry We're Stoned. I really feel like last week's episode was our best yet. She got really, really high beforehand because we were having technical difficulties per usual. So she had like 20 minutes to get really stoned before we even started. And it really made the episode great. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you'll be happy to know that um, we have moved away from criticizing your fashion choices and criticized my friend Matt's fashion choices. And we did a mm. whole segment on men's fashion. Right. Uh, really fun. And then my mom had her high school best friend Missy on as our guest and her and Missy are a hoot. Like if you like hearing my mom talk like this, then listen this week because you get to hear two people talk like that and they're <laughs> nuts, but great episode. So if you um, want, if you're looking for another podcast or if you like me enough to listen to me twice a week, check it out. It's called Sorry We're Stoned. I don't get stoned, though, but Tish does. You should get stoned one episode. Just see what happens. Oh, that sounds bad. Or do some magic mushrooms. <laughs> Honestly, it's, from the, everything you said, it sounded pretty good. Watch the documentary. The documentary is really, really cool. I'm going to. My other podcast is called The Wells Cast. Basically, it's famous people coming on and we discover their origin story. It's always very interesting to me how people got to where they are now. Like, how did you hack the system? Like, what did you do? What were the steps you took? to get the blue check mark, to get on that hit show, like what happened. And obviously it's a lot luck and then it's a lot of hard work and hustle. And that's a common denominator of everybody is that they really, really worked hard. I mean, so many people come up to me 
And they're like, how did you do all this? Granted, yeah, I went on The Bachelor and that helped. But like I had this like big radio career long before any of that. And I worked really, really hard. And so I was like, we should do a show where people understand, can see what the blueprints are of success. Because I think a lot of people think that like fame and success is an overnight thing and like not Mm -hmm. the case, bro. Like it takes a lot of work and a lot of hustle and a lot of sacrifices. So anyways, it's called the Wells cast. I mean, obviously it's, it's, they're really interesting. They're all famous people, movie stars, TV stars, musicians, authors, athletes, and stuff like that. So yeah, Wells cast, go check it out. Sick, bro. Wait, hold on real quick. Kanye 2020. Oh, I know. I'm pretty sure it's a joke, but Paris Hilton also posted something about running. I was like, oh my Lord. Have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? No. Okay. It's funny. You should see it. Luke Wilson's in it. Electrolytes. It's what plants crave. It's like takes place in the future and it's like how the world has just become so dumb. Everyone becomes has become so stupid. And I feel like we're pivoting towards that. I would agree. Kanye West for president? I know. I don't know. I, I, Aren't Kanye and Trump homies, though? I know. That's what's weird about it. It's like Trump like, hey, man, you go run, pull votes away from Biden. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't even know. And I never talk politics. And I know that this is going to be everyone's going to hate me for this or whatever. You got Donald Trump on one side and you got Joe Biden on the other side. It's got two guys who, like, when they talk, make zero sense. Both of them. And then you got Kanye West. Can we have just have one person in there that makes some sense when they talk? Just so, like some oh, no. sense. Not a lot. Just some. Just any a little sense. bit. Just a little bit of sense. <laughs> is it too much to ask? Is it too much to ask? Have someone who, when they talk, you're like, Okay, I understand what you're talking about. (laughs) Not even like I agree with what you're saying. I just want, okay, I know, I actually know what you're talking about. You know who my mom thinks should run? Keisha Bottoms, the mayor of Atlanta. My mom thinks she should run. Why? She's a big fan. But just said that every time she comes on television or whatever, she's just like really well-spoken, really smart. She's a black woman and it would be so sick to have a black woman president. Can she say a sentence that makes some sense? Yes, she's very well spoken. She's All very right. smart. If she if, if you can say if you can say, Hello, my name is X, Y, and Z <laughs> and the sky <laughs> is blue. I could be like, All right, that made sense. I can vote for this person. <laughs> I tweeted out like everybody. Twenty twenty couldn't get any worse and then Kanye hold my beer. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. He's not really gonna run, is he? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. There's no way. Can you imagine Kanye West? as the president of the United States, and that would make Kim Kardashian float us. <laughs> How crazy would that be? Float us. That would be, I don't, it's too much. I'm going to space. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> See on, you but, later. Going right now. Before you do, I wanted to play a song. Okay. Have you heard Ben Fold's new song about the world? No. I also haven't heard ben, the name Ben Fold's in a few years. What? I mean, who? I mean, you know, he's he's a throwback artist at this point. I normally we only play like thirty seconds, and at the risk of being sued, I want to oh, play more boy. of this because this song that Ben Folds wrote is so good. It's called Twenty Twenty. Get sued, you're paying the lawyer fees. I know. I feel like Ben Folds is cool enough to know that we're just trying to promote, and like this song is so good. New Year's Eve, don't it seem like decades ago? Back in 2019, back when life was slow Now it's June, we're just halfway done 2020, here we having fun, I'm 
try to cram into one. You thought we'd be living 1918 again, but we messed that up so bad. God had to toss 1930 in as the sun rose on. This morning, a tweet from the John. Please let's not add the Civil War. How many years will we cram into one? Oh boy, how much more will she take? Boys, hope you enjoy your beautiful tax break. Like, Ben Folds is just so smart. Like, the way that he, like, looks at it. Like, this year's full of so many of our shitty years in, like, our country's history. <laughs> you know? Like, mm -hmm. like, 1918, that was Spanish flu. And then 1930, the next one's Great Depression. Then 68 was, like, civil rights stuff. And, then, you know, it's like we've jammed so much into this one year. And, like, the way that he was able to do it in a kind of theatrical sing-song way, I was like, damn, that was good, Ben Folds. Very theatrical. Yeah. You got anything? I did see that Lainey, they have a new song out. This is the last time. Let's do the things we always do Like go to the mall and buy some shoes I don't want to cry, I'm bad at goodbye If this is the last time Hey dad, what's up? Miss you so much Yeah, the shade of your hair has changed But I look up to you the same Taught me how to fish, taught me how to ride a bike Taught me how to love, how to treat a woman right Life is flying by and it's in me now I hope it's not, but If this is the last time, please come close I love you with all my heart you know Well, Lainey, it's a good chance this is the last time Because I'm pretty sure The world's ending Did you see the fucking green meteor over india no but i'm gonna google it right this second oh my god dude. green meteor green meteor over india brilliant green meteor lights up india's sky islands that's an alien for sure bro oh for sure dude, that's, this thing is cool the alien came down and was like what's going on wait what nope we're out we'll be back in a couple hundred years when you guys have all died out and uh things are back to normal Space is so cool. I know. That's why you're going. Yeah. See you later. Did they know this meteor was going to, like, was there any heads up or? I don't think aliens send travel itinerary. I don't think that's how it works. Ooh, there's some video. Wait, large green meteor streaks through Florida and Georgia. Oh, that was in 2019. Maybe this is a regular occurrence. Maybe. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Got to go. See ya. Bye, Brandi. Okay, here, here was one in Poland in 2015. A bit saying what's up for a while. Yeah, but they definitely came down. And they were like, "What? Peace out, yo." Yeah, here, They're go. like, "Hey, who's running for president?" Kanye West. Okay, we'll come back later. Gotta go.
your breath Cause there's plenty left to wreck We got six months left How many years How many years Will we try How many years Will we try To cram into one I'm Natalie Barbu Host of the Real Real Podcast Where we go behind the highlight reel To find out what's really going on In the lives of content creators Entrepreneurs And everyone in between After quitting my corporate job To start my own businesses I realized that While things might look glamorous On our Instagram feeds Things can get real Behind the scenes you can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.